everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Frank. Uh, I'm here with my buddy, AJ. How's it going? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. We are here to discuss uh, episode four of Watchmen. Uh, if you don't like my story, write your own. Oh, we nailed um, it. We got it this time. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes you just have to have it in front of you and yeah. not try to do it off memory. Yes. Um, and so, you know... I'm I'm really proud of us. We've stuck with it. Uh, you know, the only other show that we've been able to review every episode of or discuss every episode of was Game of Thrones, and uh, yeah. we, we felt an extreme absence of that. And so we love doing this kind of thing where we can check in every week. I and, mean, it's a, I mean, it's HP, it's not TV. It's HBO. Like this shit is awesome. Like they've been doing the streaming thing before anybody was doing it before. You know, like tune in You're to right. see this stuff, and you have to f- fucking pay attention and like. There's, like, required reading now this time in a whole way that's, like, I guess they've done with other shows that are based off books, but, like, Yeah, holy but this crap. is so different. It's so unique to Watchmen because, like, that was so baked in to reading the graphic novel. Like, you have right. the comic and you've got the panels and then all of a sudden you're diving into Under the Hood and then you're reading uh, the Tales of the Black Freighter. And, like, that stuff is, like baked into this idea of the show and how yeah. like, I, I haven't read the, the stuff that came out today. Um, and I've only been doing like bits and pieces of it because I it's didn't so watch much. it or read it either. Yeah. I was but, waiting to um, talk about it with you. Yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll do our, uh, we'll try to keep up and try to do more of our homework. But, yeah. um, as, as for the, the few things that I did get, um, I know that this, the title of this episode, um, is from a line from the book that Cal was re- reading. Um, so th- again, there's always a significance to it. It's not like you know, just a random name title to the episode. It usually has something to do with something in the background of the episode, um, right? But also, like it's thematically tied. Like uh, you know, I-, I think especially with like Lady True's story and arc here, and um, even to a degree, uh, Vite. Um, which you know we'll, we'll dig into everything, but um, before we get into full spoilers, like how are you liking the show so far? We're we're almost at the halfway mark, or basically at the halfway mark. Like, yeah, uh, I love it, man. I think it's fantastic. I am in. I I'm, I don't know. Like, I know that I can be such a fanboy about things, and I think that that like is just something that I I like. I think I like, and I try to you know, um, uh, contour and, and, uh, you know, cut away at other things that, uh, you know, I don't know. I I don't think are necessary anymore, but like, I love Watchmen the book. And I think that this show, uh, accomplishes such a cool idea of the continuation. And I just, I don't know, I'm riveted on the edge of my seat. And it's interesting to see how, all these new people are interacting and like what they're telling us about each part of the show. I don't know. I I'm in and uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that like, I feel this way about other like DC, you know, universe shows. Like to me, they all like exist on TV and they're like largely like soap operas. And I never like could get into a long, like 22, you know, episode uh, season um it's just like it you know unless it's like seinfeld like i don't know it just (laughs) seems like very long to watch hour-long shows and like you know i don't think Shayna would like just like put up with it so uh yeah it's a lot to commit to week to week and like something about hbo and some of the other 
networks where it's like, all right, we'll do 13, we'll do 10 or, or whatever, where you can have like a bite sized season, you know, like, okay, from, you know, the middle of October, basically through the end of the year, we're going to be focused on this show. And, um, that's, that's manageable. It's not like, oh, this is going to keep going on until like June. And we yeah, have to, like, I just we think miss it's... a few episodes. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. I dig it. Uh, I also, I think the fucking music is fucking cool. Uh, with, uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Was that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, it's their fucking great, man. Nails. It's so good. It's, it's, it's so like... cool. Uh, I dig it. I like the boom and the crunching all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, it, I don't know. Uh, I think this episode was super fun to watch. Shayna was like, I don't know. It was cool to see the extended scene that we got to see at the panel. Yeah, that, yeah, we got the the last one. Now, now we got nothing else. Like, yeah, now we got we, nothing. We don't know what the yeah. fuck is happening. I mean, besides whatever previews they continue to give us. So wait, uh, did you say Shayna? Like, has she been watching this with you, or is she just kind of no, like she she, she, ca- she okay. casually watched this and watched that scene like sitting down with me, and like okay. was like, holy crap! And like that scene, if it would be cool if like the if like there were some other episodes where it's just like. 10 minutes of Twilight Zone Watchmen universe weirdness. Like, this is just <laughs> happening in another part of the world. And, yeah. like, you would just have to deal with, like, the kinds of crazy shit that they're doing now. Uh, and that was an epic, epic scene. An epic introduction to a character. And it totally sets her up for, you know, villainy. Um, but we'll talk about that, I guess, later. What did you yeah. think, Frank, about the, the continuation of this scene? And how I, I thought it was it? great. Um, you know, like basically for comic for the people that were paying attention to when we went to Comic Con, uh, we saw about to the point where she opens up the book. So we don't know that she's uh, what she does after that. Um, and um, it's well, we'll get into spoilers in a second. But uh, the one other thing I wanted to say was that I feel like all the cards are on the table now. We we've pretty much met all the major players. We had to spend a lot of time setting up the world of Tulsa and kind of the new characters. And we had to uh, check in with Vite and we had to check in with Lori Blake and get her up to speed. And now like, I think everything is kind of there and there are a ton of mysteries. Um, but ultimately I think we're all kind of going to be moving forward from here on out. And like, I I'm just, I'm there. I think it's, it, it, there are so many things I feel like they answer questions, but then they add like three more. Um, yeah, they're definitely it, good question answers and taker awayers and more questions. Yeah. And that's and that's so Damon Lindelof. That's like I mean, I didn't watch the leftovers, but I did watch Lost and it's uh yeah, straight straight out of like the, the JJ Abrams style. Um anyway, so let's get into f- full spoilers. Um uh, there's no other way to talk about this episode without talking about the full details. Yeah, we, we um, liked it. We liked this episode. We want to watch the next episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is, it's not it's a little more. torturous week week after week, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking – I would watch these two two at a time. Like, I think that would be probably pretty cool to make yeah. it, like, kind of the, the movie and, like, see the big action sequence that you get. Um, and I think that the the cool things that they're doing, I don't know, we got to get into. I don't it. know. It's it's great, but I, I I think part of the fun for me is trying to figure it out, like reading the articles, like the uh, people theorizing, and like listening to the the podcasts. And I, I end up finishing the Damon Lindelof interview on the HBO podcast. How which is, is that? Really insightful. It's really good. You should check it out. Okay. Um, it's like 
all the details from the first three episodes and kind of more of the backstory on how um, I think anyone that hadn't experienced what we experienced at Comic-Con would really benefit from it, but it like reinforced and added more depth to the things that we, he told us then. Um, but yeah, I just think that like this, it sucks to wait every week to, to have to go again and figure out what's going to be next. But ultimately like I, I just love this like eventize uh, everyone's focused in and trying to figure out what's next. And, and then I, yeah, I want to read more of the PDPedia stuff because I think it's, it's really interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the episode opens up spoilers. Now uh, spoilers. Lady true wants to buy the, this couple's house. Um, I read something earlier that there's egg imagery all over this show, the breaking of eggs and, uh, you know, they, they have this farm with a bunch of eggs that gets broken and Ozymandias has to break some eggs in order to, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, I don't know what that all means, but it's, it's kind of a, a cool thread. Um, and then she brings them this child that she genetically engineered from their their DNA and that they couldn't have a child before. And it's like, you want this baby in $5 million so I can take your house <laughs> decide in 30 seconds. Oh it's my like, God. Could you imagine? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Goodbye. Um, she's an interesting, interesting character. And I think she's really a major player. It's, it's, it, it's surprising to me that it, they've taken her uh, this long to introduce her. Yes, but also I think that you need time to like set up the world for there to be a really interesting person to kind of like offbeat offset of what this world like comes to represent. Like, you know, like right, like she's kind of, I mean, they set her up like, I don't know, pretty perfectly to be the bad guy. Like, I don't know how else, yeah. how else to like, I mean, she's very much like Vite from the the novel. Like she's, you, she's, she's Vite, this- but sure. But it, she's got this like friendly persona, and like, but she's also a trillionaire that's like seemingly up to something, and uh, yeah. But it, the, that the other thing is, it could be a big red herring, and like we expect her to be the bad guy, and she's up to this like something with with Will Reeves, and uh, but maybe maybe they're not that bad. We don't know. We don't know. <clears throat> so. Let's okay. So we get we open up the episode and we're dealing with the immediate after effects of you know last week where the car is collided down on the ground again and almost kills uh, almost kills uh, Silk Spectre. Now yeah, and we were we were wrong. It it was definitely Angela's car. That yeah, was definitely Angela's picked car. picked up. I guess the day before, however long. But um. But then we follow this thread that, you know, it's the the vehicles from True Industries or whatever it is, is most likely what picked it up and dropped it off where it did. And when and why is kind of still a little fuzzy, but or at least to the characters. So do you think, okay, so how do you think, who, who took the car? Okay, so I think, I think True obviously is working with, with Will Reeves, which like his name is definitely, you know, a callback to, to Bass Reeves from the pilot and, you know, of historical fiction. Um, so, like, whether that's his real name or a name that he adopted to, you know, once he was on his own as a child, um, they're working together. They're setting up this whole thing in motion. So she picks him up, brings him back to his lab, and then throws the car back then. 
uh, who is actually piloting it. I don't know if it necessarily matters, but it, you know, one of Drew's cronies basically scooped him up when, when it was necessary. Um, it's just, it is like, it's interesting to watch Angela, like take, uh, stock on everything and be like, Oh, wait, where did he touch things? What did he do? And then all of a sudden, like the car gets dropped there and there's like, Oh, there were fingerprints in it. It's like shit. Like she's trying to cover her tracks, but it's just not, she can't keep up. There's just too many pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So, so to me, um, yeah, I, so true definitely picks up Will Reeves, but then who throws the car? Well, I think they, I think they redispose of it because they are trying to, they're trying to manipulate Angela, um, and I think to a degree, Lori and the FBI, and they, you know, they want to dis- discover that Will was in the car. Like the, they, they, he, you know, hung up the chief of police, and she's trying to cover all this up. He did it in a very public way, and I think he's playing with her and you know, he eventually says something like she's not going to uh, like what I did in three days from now. Like, and you know, the, the reveals that are going are coming to happen, whether that means like every episode is a day and we have to wait until like three more episodes. I don't know. Um, that could be the, the way things are going, but I think they just drop the car off because it's like, they don't need it and they don't, feel like they need to cover up evidence but they want to expose this this thing that's going on in in Tulsa and Lori is just like seeing shit she's just like imagining that this has meaning but it actually has no meaning yeah I don't I think she's I think she thinks it has meaning whether or not um uh Dr. Manhattan is actually listening or, or watching it remains to be seen I think um He's, he may very well could be, but, you know, last we week... We don't like, know. We don't know where he is. Nobody knows. No. There's There hasn't been any concrete evidence that he's actually manipulated anything here in Tulsa. No, he's not. He's not out. He's gone. He left. Right. He left. Um, so, yeah, I think Lori is totally on Angela's case, uh, and, and, you know, she's trying to pick up the pieces and... and and throw her off the scent, but like she even goes to visit her house and she talks to her husband. And yeah, something is up with him too. Like, yeah, I I, I understand that he's like kind of a, a nihilist and a realist, and he's like not believing in religion, which is kind of like a, another thing that we've talked about this universe. But do you feel like they they allude to something like, oh, did she ask about your accident? Or or something along those lines, and they something, say, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, what so, happened? He he does seem a little bit more suspect, but I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think. Well, I think that's the thing. This this universe, um, like bad guy, <laughs> is yeah. like I think this universe is so gray. I know Angela's like it's black and white, but it's like everyone has their own motives and motivations and you know we have certain people that right now we feel really aligned with but like everything can flip on its head um i think that's like how the original was too like you're made to feel sympathetic for rorschach and for the comedian but like they did some horrible shit that's true 
Um, and so like it's all through the eyes of who, uh, from the perspective of the storytelling, I think. That's a good way of looking at it. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, <sighs> Lady True, I think was underwhelming. I was excited to see more of the vivarium and like pull back and see some crazy genetically modified animals and creatures. Uh, I don't know why we didn't get to see that. We saw mostly a big warehouse. It's not very exciting. Um, yeah, but I also think that there there's more to what she's done and what may what she may be doing that's kind of interesting. Like, um, is well, the one theory that I have that I haven't actually seen out there yet is like she's from Vietnam. Do we feel like she has any connection to the comedian? Oh no! I think that um, no, no, no. I think that you don't. Th- th- you don't think it's possible that they could have saved the baby that from the woman that he uh, was he like shoots. involved with. In vi- yeah, the one that he kills. That's so dark. It is really dark, but you know she has. She's clearly got like some sort of revenge plot going on or something. And I I think it's just that. She's picked Tulsa because it's this like great site of American, um, you know, attempted, you know, uh, reparations and like attempted like make good on like us being bad, be- behaving badly and doing really horrible things to people, and and trying to offer some semblance of a, uh, a, a of um you know uh you know uh, offering to them. Uh, right. so I think that she's going to choose this site, like with the millennium clock being there as this like huge, like way where she's going to try to like either summon or like rec- like recreate, um, you know, uh, you know, maybe her own intrinsic field generator or, uh, you know, a new kind of interdimensional travel that could prove wrong the, uh, the squids. Um, cause she thinks it seems to me like she would know lady true would know that the squids aren't real. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Th- I think she would too, because if she's, uh, if she's bought Vite industries or enterprises or whatever it was, and she would in theory, I think she would know. Um, I think the general public, it's still very unclear. And like the preview for next week, it's, it's a big topic, I think. Of uh, it seems like Looking Glass is kind of a believer in, in that it is real, and there's a whole bunch of people that think it's real. Um, so yeah, I mean, she she's up to something, and she mentioned that like short of a nuclear blast, this thing is going to survive, and she wants to, you know, she's concerned about legacy, like she, you know, aptly discussed with the the family at the beginning. Um, so, you know, having this this building as a symbol of her legacy into the future, you know, I think that's something Vite wanted, but he maybe didn't necessarily succeed on that because he did this thing and, you know, nobody knows he did it, and then he kind of went away. No, that's true. Um, but, okay, so we can now finally tell – okay. Are you ready to talk about Vite? I mean, we covered everything Please. in the real world. <laughs> okay, so Ozymandias is up to some wild shit. Uh, so I think um, 
I want to start with the with the pros and the the highs and the lows for Ozzy Mantis. Well, the one thing I just want to say is one thing that I missed that wasn't really abundant until like in between last week and this week was the progression of time. There was like the whole thing of like the birthday cake or the anniversary cake, and like that it was a one, a two, a three, and like now he confirms it's like I've been here for four years, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it, it, he gets increasingly mad, right? Like, things are, like, he's like, I, this seemed like a paradise, but it's a prison. Right. It's definitely a prison. And he's Go definitely ahead. Pros, pros and cons. Highs and lows. Highs so, and lows. Hi. Seeing that, like, there is, like, this is not a reality, like, that when he shot the guy up into the sky and he disappeared, like, that was, like, a cool moment to be like, oh, shit we're really on some like different level playing of reality for a yeah. TV show. And I'm like, all right, I'm in first of all. And, and that loved it. it confirms like last week's when he throws him up and he's frozen. It's like, we suspected that he may be somewhere else. Uh, but you know, like the way it, it shot this time, it's like, okay, he's probably not on Ant in, in Antarctica. He's probably more likely on the moon or Mars. Yeah. Uh, so he, he could also be in, uh, like he could be like in a, in a particle of dust. Like we don't know, like we don't know. He could be in the phantom zone. We don't know where he is. <laughs> uh, so like, you know, we have to fix. So that I'm thrilled that that's like the new mystery. Like what the fuck is going on here? That was definitely the high for Ozymandias. The low was definitely the fetus fishing. Um, I didn't love it's so the, horrible. I didn't love the fetus fishing, and the growing of the clones was very wild to me. Uh, it was gross. It was gross. Uh, you could see that it was obviously painful and horrible, as it would be. Uh, and it gets. I guess it's to symbolize Captain America in a way that you're like tampering with the things, and you're putting them in this box that has this shiny light on it, and then they come out all. Big and strong, and like I totally think that they are, uh, you know, making these crazy clones to be as scarily as they can possibly create them. You know, there, there was no soft way of doing this. They made this really the scariest possible thing, and uh, I'm the, kind of there for it. What do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think we've, you know, we've known for a while that they are most likely clones because right. they're identical. They are clearly human tissue and all that. And so what was unclear was how he was getting them and how or we also thought that he created them. He says, I may be your master, but I am not your creator, oh, which shit. which like to me points fingers at either Dr. Manhattan or Lady True. And so uh, it to, it's it, it can kind of go both ways. Like, is he imprisoned by Doctor Manhattan because of what he did, and Doctor Manhattan took a stab at creating life, like he said he was gonna, and he brought Adrian there to be a part of his like little experiment, or is it Lady True that you know took over his company and put him in this prison so he can't interfere with her plans? Either way, they both they both have like she has the ability to create life like the the baby that she created here, um, so it, it can kind of go both ways. Um, 
it's fucked up either way that they they're yeah. doing this to him and they're yeah. they're putting him through this and like the poor clones too. I mean, they are people. They may be kind of broken, but you know, they they awaken. No, and they see this they, like they, they're definitely like an altered form of people. Like they're definitely like replicants. You know what I mean? Sure. <coughs> like they like are, they can see a whole are, bunch of death and they're not really phased by it. Right. I think they like they it are, just does they not are, compute. They are faux people. They are not real. They are they are artificial. They are not. They're they're replicants. I think is like the best way to think of think of these particular clony I creatures. I don't know about that though. Re- replicants have like emotions, but there's all different kinds of replicants. There's like there's the earlier replicants were like crazy, like aggressive replicants. Then as they got better, they there was the guy had that replicant who was a a girl and a lady who had like real feelings. And then the whole point of Be- Blade Runner is Deckard a, is Deckard a fucking replicant which is the fucking greatest part of that movie and it, it's just it's just awesome. So yeah. Uh no, I I think that these are these are totally replicants. <laughs> uh, uh all right. So then what else do we have? Um I love Jeremy Irons. I think he's fucking having a good time. Like it it's like, yeah. like they give him a lot to do, you know what I mean? Like it like even when he's playing Alfred, like he's in a chair you know, he's yelling at the right. screen with nothing there. He's yelling at, you know, people who he doesn't know from the comic books. He knows Batman. He doesn't know who Cyborg is, you know? <laughs> so, like, he's, like, he's... And then he doesn't get to do anything really fun. Here, he's making stuff. He's putting on the costume. He's riding around shooting buffalo. Like, he's doing all these, like, crazy, stunty, awesome things. It's it's great. I... I'm super happy that he's like in it and he's so committed. Um, I love dude, Regina King, every episode, she brings such an intensity to her character. Um, her performance, uh, uh, specifically when she's in the, um, the community center and she gets the acorn. That was just stunning. Like watching her like come to terms with like, finding out this history about her family, seeing her great grandparents for the first time and their son that went missing. And she clearly is moved and like affected by this, but then also like so torn because she's like seen the man that he becomes and the way he's toying with her. And she's like, leave me the fuck alone. It's like, it's such a good performance. Like that's pretty great. it, It blew me away. Um, Really quick, back to Ozymandias. Do you think he's going to escape? He's going to find his way out? Like, what's – is he going to, like, catapult himself well, into they space showed, or Well, whatever? they showed him in the, in the stinger that he makes some kind of bigger bubble helmet and, you know, a bigger apparatus to take with him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that it's going to be that easy. I think there's going to be some kind of – a bigger test or requirement that he's going to have to fulfill in order for him to get out. Uh, Otherwise, um, you know, I'm, but I'm down to see him try to to shoot himself out and see what we see. What do you think he's going to see? Do you think he's going to see anything? Do you think we're going to get to see what he sees? I think we'll, if they've shown us as much as they've shown us so far, I think they will show, some sort of confirmation of like if he goes beyond that atmosphere but still maybe crash lands back into his little bubble i think it would be really cool i mean obviously they the way they shot it it like it transitioned from the moon to earth 
So there, I think they're heavily alluding that he's on the moon. Um, but you know, it, it can, it can kind of go any, any direction. I, I agree with you. I think we got to see him fail one more time and figure out a way. Um, but like, it'll confirm like where he is. No. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. We got to <laughs> talk about the lube guy. Lube guy. What the fuck? Yeah. We saved the best for last lube guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Lube Guy, I think, uh, really p- made best what is obviously out there. There's obviously people who are dressing up as vigilantes who are not cops, who are trying to fuck around. And this guy obviously figured out he's tall and skinny. He can make himself all lubed up and go slide in the sewer like a crazy person. Um, yeah. It's I- like... It's so weird that it seems like it's unimportant, but, like, why would they have it there if it's not important? Like, he's watching her, and he's on her case that she's, like, getting rid of something. Yeah, but, like, but he's, like, all dressed we, up it, like a scary alien guy. Um, do, you, do you think it's Dale? Do you think it's Petey? The uh, the FBI agent with Lori? Oh, that would be he's so... Kinda tall. He's, that's so lame. Well, who else could it be? I don't know. I don't think it's him. No, that's yucky. That's no, don't do that. No, it's gross. <laughs> no, get, I guess. I guess. No. I mean, he he's like a he's. Who um, wants? No, I think it's got to be somebody in the town who is like onto these cops who are dressing up like uh, heroes, and they want in on it too. Like some local yokel who's figured this out. Who's like you know, off put from the community and like wants to like do this. You know, I don't think it's anybody. I don't think it's anybody we know yet. Okay. But lube guy. I mean, what, I mean, what else is his name? I mean, city slicker. (laughs) What the fuck else do you call this motherfucker? I don't Come on, go. You have to think pretty good. Actually think of a couple (laughs) good names for this guy. He's Uh, like, um, I don't know. He's kind of like a squid. He know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of the uh, the the being from the Shape of Water, whatever that guy's name was. Yes, Fishman. Fishman is very cool. swamp thing. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, this we episode all, we was, hit all the notes. We loved it. We hit all the notes. Great show. Continues to be great. Um, every we we're gonna have. I think there are five more episodes. Uh, there's a lot that we've seen in the trailers that has yet to come to pass. So, um, but I, I just can, I feel like I said at the beginning, more questions than answers, but we got some answers. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm here. I, I can't wait to, to see how it continues to unravel and what big event is going to happen. Oh my God. So does the psycho live tonight? Disney plus, uh, Disney plus, I believe goes live at midnight, but I, think that the mandalorian drops at like nine in the morning it drops at nine in the morning or something they like can't that. do that's not good or i don't know i, I that's what i read i, yeah. I looked it up because i okay. wasn't sure i was like uh, is it going to be live at midnight and i think i don't think that they want it to go live i, th- I think people would be pissed if it wasn't available at launch like if you had to wait until like 8 p.m or something oh but, you mean like so that there are going to be people who are going to be youtubing during the day and they're they, yeah people are going to be yeah. able to watch it like sim- similar to like netflix when like a, a season of a show drops on netflix it's like ready in the morning and people will binge it all day and yeah. so people are going to watch mandalorian we're going to know how good it is by the time we get home from work 
Shit. I don't have to come home from work. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to just watch I'm it just when it's live. It. I'm just going to watch it. Okay. Well, we're, we're excited about that show, too. We're going to be doing double duty. Um, so we hope that you tune into that. I've, I started Phantom Menace or I watched Phantom Menace. So oh my I've God. My... Yeah. I mean, okay. We can't talk about it, but I love Phantom Menace. It's the, it's the prequel that shot on film and it, it does is. make a fucking huge difference in how that movie looks. It looks like star Wars. I'm sorry. It looks like star Wars. You got weird puppet Yoda, but he's a puppet. But, and, yeah. Um, yeah. Then they no, so bad, but okay. <laughs> uh, we can't talk about it now. All right. Uh, all right, everybody. Listen, you can find us uh, online, you know, the, the World Wide Web. Uh, you can put us in your browser, and you can find AOL. us. AOL. www.longlostheroes.net. You can find us on social medias using the handle at LLH Podcast. You can send us an email if you'd like, info at longlostheroes.net. Uh, as always, I'm AJ here with Frank. Frank, tell me, what? Uh, when are you going to watch Mandalorian? Are you going to wait for Megan? I don't think I'm going to wait for Megan. We talked about it this weekend, and she's like, I don't know. I, 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 about I, it already? That's yeah, so cool. I was like, I think I'm going to watch episode one, I'm and behind. then and then if, if it's super it. good, we'll, we'll watch it uh, together this weekend. Yeah, great. Awesome. So. Have a good night, All right. dude. You too. Take care. Thank you.